0: Welcome to the Freedom Fridays podcast with me your host, Pete Clark, The Whispers Guy. Work seems to expand to the time that we give it. And I've been investing my time, occasionally on a Friday, to explore how we use our time, our energy, our attention, and the impact it has on our identity. I've been exploring over season one, some of the mindset shifts in the handcuffs of I have to, to the freedom of I choose to. And I've shared some conversations, some tips some tools about how you might want to invest your own time, your own energy, your own attention. How you might want to, if you choose to, make some changes to your identity. How you might have freedom from I have to and design a life around I choose to. If that's of interest to you, then this is the podcast for you. In season two, I'm gonna be exploring some experts and asking them what freedom means for them. And trying to help people work to live and not live to work. Trying to help people add life to their years and not just years to their life. So let's dive on in and here's season two. Welcome to the Freedom Freddy's podcast with my first podcast of 2022 and I've gone back to a solo version. It's been a while since I've done this so I'm a little bit out of the habit which is one of the points I want to share with you and I'm going to share three main things that I've been thinking about, things that I've been pondering, things that have been on my mind and um, Sometimes in a helpful way, sometimes in a less helpful way. And I finished last year, if you listen to the final podcast that I did of the year, pretty tired, pretty exhausted, like many, I'm sure. Not really feeling heard, held and and, and seen. Um, And so I've taken a, a relatively long break. That's three months I've not been doing this. And I've decided to kick off season two and begin... This season's podcast with a a solo recording. And the three things I'd like to share and just explore, even as I talk, is there's so much chaos in the world. There's so many things that are confusing and uncertain. There's so many things that are shaking us off track that are, you know, shaking us around and disrupting us physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, directionally. And over the Christmas break, I came across a question that it has been burning in my head, uh, sometimes far too late at night. And the question that I've been pondering is, what am I going to do with this one wild and precious life? given there's been so many examples of lives cut short and given we only get two lives, as they say, and the second life begins when we realise we've only got one. And so I'm not <laughs> saying I've got the answer. In fact, I've probably got more questions than I have answers. But that question, what am I going to do with this one wild and it can be wild at times in the many things we have to cope with and get through precious life. And it is precious uh, because I do value it and I value others' lives. And if I can support and provoke and nudge them into you know, getting 1% better, getting 10% better, then I've, I believe I've achieved something. I believe I've done something worthy. And there will always be that requirement from any of us in this field. And what I've been pondering is, do I really make a difference? And I don't mean the work I do, Do I? can I help people get clarity? Can I help people bond and connect? Can I help drive a more accountable culture in a team? Can I help leaders develop and be better humans? I don't necessarily mean that. I mean, the contribution I'm making, as as I... I'm affected like everyone else by all of the things that are going on globally and locally. I found myself narrowing my focus, probably selfishly, to my family and I don't have a perspective of doing necessarily a lot and I do feel a, some guilt around this doing anything globally. I probably could do significantly more for charities and activism around things that are important to me. But I've found that I've been quite insular around keeping my eye on and unconditionally helping, supporting, being there for my family. Now you, you may you may say, well that's great, Pete, what what else can you do? And and part of me does think that. What else should I be doing? As in that's probably good enough to surround myself with unconditional love and my my family but I do have this nagging thought um, am I really making the most of my time am I really making the most of my energy am I really making the most of what I'm what I'm here for and if there's anything bigger larger that is the case then I I haven't found it yet and so with that question um, I've been pondering it a lot and there's times when I get glimpses of the impact I can have, or at least a secondary impact. I might share a story. I might share an exercise or example, or you know, a pithy little quote, or some sort of statement I make that I've made up based on the work I've done over 20, 25 years. And it causes someone to go home and tell them that they care about them. It might cause someone to Um, act in a way that's different and inspiring for them, which is fine. But I think this is going to be a theme for me over the course of the next few months. Am I really going to maximise my opportunities, make more opportunities, and in some ways let go of some opportunities? Because there's been certainly some very close examples within my family extended family, friends and colleagues, and you only have to turn on any news channel on the TV or the internet. And there's many examples of people who have very little in the way of opportunity and yet they can still be happy and obviously the opposite too. So I'm pondering that question and that's possibly why I'm going to invite some experts onto my podcast this season. And I'm going to be asking them. Things like that. The second thing I'll share with you is I'm often asked, and there's lots of erroneous and fake news out there about how long it takes to, ha- takes to form a habit. You know, We're told that it takes you know 21 days, which is complete rubbish. Um, the latest research I, I read was that it can take anywhere up to between 66 and I think 210 days to form a version of a habit. Which has played out with me, um, as you know, if you've been listening before. One of the habits that I've created over the last two years is I I send my mum, who is based in Scotland, if you haven't picked up the accent, and I send her a picture every day. I started in March two thousand twenty, and I probably did ooh, from memory about twenty days consecutively. Then I forgot, I got busy, and it was the weekend or something, and oh damn, I've, I've lost the winning streak, so I started again. I then got to about 30 days and I forgot. I got busy at work. I was maybe flying, whatever it was, and I forgot. And the next winning streak I got on, it took me to about 60 days in a row. So 60 days in a row, at some point during the day, I would send my mum a text on uh, WhatsApp or Messenger or a text message, SMS, and she would wake up to it. Once I got to about 60 days, it became habitual, as in I didn't have to remember. It was wired into my day. And the reason I'm sharing that story with you is I committed last year to doing uh, a podcast and a newsletter every single week. And I, you may remember I've said on the podcast at the end of last year, I was pretty proud the way that I turned up and did it. I committed to it and I did that. I There was a podcast every week. There was a, a newsletter every week. Now the connection to how long does it take to form a habit is this. Because I'm been three months out of the habit (laughs) I've actually found it quite hard to get going again classically putting all sorts of excuses in the way oh it's not good enough oh I've tripped over some words no one's gonna listen no one's gonna care and it reminds me of what I've read since that how long does it take to create a habit well the answer's forever Meaning, if you then stop the act or the behaviour, if I was to stop eating healthily or stop exercising or stop recording podcasts and writing newsletters, then I would no longer have the habit. Which, you know, is strange, but it makes sense, I think, certainly to me, that the habit is ongoing. It's an ongoing commitment to, and there'll be the occasional day off or the occasional you're allowed to give yourself a bit of a mulligan, Um, But really for the things that are contributing the most to my life, at work and personally, habits continue. You don't necessarily, once you've got it, you've got it, you've got to keep doing it, which if it's important and you've made it easy to start and continue, it then becomes much more about who we are, how we see ourselves, our identity, how we identify with being someone that eats healthily, someone that exercises, someone that moves functionally, someone that has uh, quality and restorative sleep, um, things like that. And so how long does it take to create a habit? (laughs) Sadly, it takes forever. And assuming they are good habits, because you can stop some bad habits by, you know, having ways to disrupt them. But the good ones are, are, are continuous. There's a cumulative effect, it would appear, with the good habits. The third thing I'll share with you is... Many times over the last few years, and certainly as we come into 22, we're already in April, um, a quarter of the way through. Most people in businesses that I'm working with, small, medium and large, are staggered about how quick time has gone and trying to compete with things that are distracting them and sucking the time out of the day and often when I'm asked you know what's the biggest insight what's the biggest thing we can do what's our biggest challenge it's always the same answer and it always seems to show up in so many different forms but it's the same principle and it's that old you know statement I found the enemy and the enemy is us time and time again I've found personally and professionally that the biggest barrier to us being happier, healthier, more successful, selling more, advocating more, whatever the outcome is that you're looking for, the biggest opportunity is actually our own barriers, the ones that we put in the way for ourselves. And partly we do that to protect ourselves. I understand that. I do that too. And yet, if that was what we were to focus on a little bit more and understand how we're getting in our own way and find ways to get out of our own way, stop allowing our internal dialogue to dictate when or when we don't do something. We often believe that our thoughts are real and our thoughts are verbatim and we should comply with everything that we think And, and we know that's not necessarily the case. And so that's something I've been um, working with teams, working with groups, working with individuals and predominantly working with by myself to see if I can dilute the impact that I have of getting in my own way. I have found the enemy and the enemy is us. So that's it for this week. That's the first podcast for 2022. I hope you enjoyed it. If you do enjoy the conversations that you're you get to listen into, please give us a like on all your social media platforms. Cheers.